Blog Talk Radio.
muscle back in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we submerge those saints and their residences and their properties underneath the blood of Jesus Christ. Their employment. Those who attend to them in service. Break it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. Break it, break it, break it. Autism, you're bound in Jesus' name. Your root cause is bound in the name of Jesus. Lord, the cameras, the cameras, the cameras, the cameras. Paint, Lord, paint, 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 paint. Ruka da rese. Runge de rebrushala de yosundarabra. Rike de rebrushala de yokurgula de yasi de rebru. Ruka de rebrushala de yakarrogo de re de yasundarabra. Kurigi de ramana shanane yokunda. Rukunduro brusala. Rike de rebrushala de yasetarabra. Kegia shetarabra. Rike de rebrushala de yosurgela de yosundarabrushala. Rala la de yosundarabrushala de yosundarabrushala. Raka kurikia sandarabrushala de yosutorobre. Risala de yosundariki ala la yasa. Ruko de rike ere la de yosura la de yandarabreke ala la de yasai. Rula la de yosula de yokurike de ramanosa la de yosota. Open doors, open doors, open doors. Riki de rabrosa. Rike de rabrosa la de yandarabreke de yosula de ya. Ringe de yabrisha la de yosa. Rike de yabrisha la de yosura. Riki de rabrosa. Ringe de yabrisha la de yandariki ala la de yandoro la de yandarabala la de ramanai. Rike de rebrosa la de yasi arrasala de yosura de yanda da broke la de yai. Rike de librusha la de yosura de yasi ashaka. Yeke mama 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 wonre de de yosura de yosura de yakarigi de re la de yosotorobre. Runge de librusha la de yosunda de braka reze de rokohore. Rike de librusha eh ya 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 otaramarasa tarabareke la ya. Runge de rebrosha amen. Thank you Lord. Rike de rabrose, el rukuhure, ye rukuhure le asandera brisha de radio sundera Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we do spiritual warfare here. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for his power. We want to thank him for his grace. We want to thank him for his love. And his forgiveness, amen, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we thank you, Lord, 
that you're helping us to move beyond our weaknesses into your strength. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the angels. We thank you for the armor of God. Hallelujah. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the mist. We thank you for the warring, linking angels and the praising angels. But most of all, Father, we thank you for your presence in our midst. We thank you, Lord, that as we praise you, as we lift you up, ambushments are set for the enemy. We thank you for the continual ambushments of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for the continual ambushments of the enemy against the enemy in Jesus' name. We thank you for routing the enemy, Father. We thank you, Lord, that he's been captured. Amen. We thank you that he's been captured in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, Father. We thank you that you have so stationed us in this life, Lord, that we are able to come together as the body of Christ and do warfare on behalf of members of Miracle Internet Church, Father. We thank you for the victory, the overcoming victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, Father. We thank you, Lord. Father, two of them are overwhelmed right now, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Your grace against the overwhelming in Jesus' name. Your grace against the overwhelming in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So lift them up on your shoulders, Lord. Lift them up on your shoulders, Lord. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you for Tiffany getting better, Lord. Better by the second. Amen. We thank you for Tiffany getting better by the second. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the victory. Thank you. We bind all infections in Jesus' name. We lift up to you, Lord, kidney, nephrons and kidneys. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you that when we cry, you hear and you answer, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It pays to serve the Lord. It pays to serve the Lord. Amen. You know, I I was talking to a young lady the other day, and uh, someone told her that I have a church. And so she asked me, 
where the church met, and I told her. And um, so she asked me how long did we have church services, told her till it was time to go. And I could tell by the look on her face she wasn't a very disciplined Christian. Because if you read the Old Testament, you'll find out they had church all day long. And I thought later, I said, you know, some people consider their lifestyle to be more important than their devotion time to God. I said, Lord, how would they feel if you treated them the way they treat you? You know, sowing and reaping is in vogue. They don't have time for you on on Sunday to come to church and to devote a few hours to receiving from you. They don't they don't have time for that. But what if you treated them the way they treat you? What if when they have a need, whatever it may be, that you only have a, a, a couple hours, hour and a half, and that's about all you can do, and you don't have time for the rest. What if it were that way? You see, God is worth more than whatever else it is we happen to think is important. He's worth far more. But you see, the Bible says these are the days when men will be lovers of themselves instead of lovers of God. So we're going to pray for her to grow up and realize that God is more important than she is. Amen? And I pray that she will choose to mature. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, what was I going to say before that? I don't remember. Anyway, a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, non-denominational, Protestant, international, church that intercedes in the love of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we invite you to join us for service this evening. We can be found at our website. And our website is miracleinternetchurch.com, miracleinternetchurch.com. On your computer or your your tablet, when the page comes up across the top, you'll see, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link. Do click that link. And when the page changes, click guest. When it changes again, type in one of the names that's on your birth certificate and your greeting for the saints, and the saints will respond to your greeting and love. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you're on a cell phone, you may do the same. You may use your browser to locate MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Please do click the three white lines as that's your link to open up all the other links, and then you may follow those instructions. Now, if you're listening during the time that we're on the air, 
which is uh, Wednesdays and Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that is in your time zone, and on Sunday, 30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that is in your time zone, you will need to listen through your phone as the broadcast (coughs) is presently being recorded. So when you come to the website, when you come to the chat room, you'll also need to listen through your phone. And that phone number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Again, that's area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Praise the Lord. So you'll have to listen. If you're listening live, you'll have to listen through your phone and use something else. I don't know how you do it with your devices uh, to be in the chat room. Amen? Amen. And if perchance you live in another time zone on the other side of the world, you may always recast the broadcast in our archive sermons. That will be across the banner at the top. It says archive sermons. Click that and scroll down to the message that you desire, and you may listen. Amen? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that, for that availability. So I want to thank the Lord for his goodness and mercy. And we praise you, Lord, O Lord, with all of our hearts, and we will glorify your name forevermore. O Lord. We love to glorify you and to praise your holy name. We will bless you at all times, and your praise shall continually be in our mouths. For you are the king of all the earth. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as the head over all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and we praise your glorious name for you are good and your mercy endures forever. Because your loving kindness is better than life to us, our lips shall praise you and we will bless you and glorify you while we live. We will lift up our hands in your name as you satisfy our soul with marrow and fatness. Our mouth will praise you with joyful lips. Holy are you, Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things, and for your pleasure they are and were created. Amen? We are here for his pleasure. Amen. We are here for the master's pleasure. And no... Most people don't believe that, but it's the truth. Amen. We're here for his pleasure. And maybe we should reflect on that sometimes. It would it, it would help us to get things into perspective a little better, I believe, if sometimes we would reflect on the fact that uh, we're actually not the great I am. He is. Amen? Amen. So, We want to thank the Lord for blessing us. 
we want to thank him for helping us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, you are a shepherd and we shall not want. And no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper in every tongue that has risen against us in judgment we condemn. We thank you that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and Dagmar's son and J.C. Father. In Jesus' name, we cast down all imaginations and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We cast all of our cares upon you, Lord, because you do care for us, and we come in agreement with them as they cast their cares upon you, Lord. We thank you for giving them joy. Yes, Lord, joy, because the joy of the Lord is our strength. We thank you for divine health, Lord, and we thank you that as we continue to believe you for healing everyone, spirit, soul, and body, that we will come to a place where we're stronger in Christ because our body and our soul affect our spirit. It affects how we serve you, Lord. And so we thank you that the healings have begun and are continuing. And those things that are in our minds and in our hearts and in our bodies that need to be made right, you will make them right, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. You will make them right. We're trusting you for this. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, watching, peeping. Whispering, familiar, electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks. Thank you, Lord. All brainwashing spirits. Kundalini spirits and their psychic ability and their attacks. We bind all water and marine spirits and their attacks. Sex devils and their attacks. Unclean spirits and their attacks. Passive devils and their attacks. Pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, drone spirits, sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, remote viewing, all sonic and audio 
weapons. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, all targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons, and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, technopaganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components, everything coming from what we refer to as outer space coming at us as a weapon. Uh, coming off any orbit, from any planet, from any uh, station that is placed on a planet. Coming from the satellite, we bind the demonic use of global satellite positioning in Jesus' name. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over all these snowstorms that they're working up. You know how they do that. The whole time Trump was in office, these people didn't have all these terrible snowstorms. But the minute he was out of office, here come the snowstorms. So, Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over their manipulation of the weather in Jesus' name. You know, Lord, when Biden got mad at uh, Governor DeSantis, all of a sudden we had these two horrific hurricanes back-to-back. It was intentional and deliberate. And we thank you, Father, for your adjudications in such cases. We thank you, Lord, that you avenge us as such in Jesus' name. And they're still doing that, Lord. They're doing it everywhere they can, to anybody they can, anytime they feel like it, just about. So we thank you for your intervention, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Russian, Ukrainian, Chinese, all the nations, Bordering the Mediterranean. Malaysia. Ivory Coast. 
Rulelelelia, Kishe, Rasa, Ghana, Rumba, Babari, Gedereo, Su, Relelelelio, Sunderebrishelelia, Carrucolera, Canada, Rukadiri, Ra, UK, Rulelelelia, Sunderabra, Switzerland, Ruba, Babarulelelia, Serelelio, Kuriki, Debrisha, Mexico, Rulelelia, Si, Rishi, Debrokakai, Shar, Rulelelio, Sunderabrosa, Lady, Yosuda, Raka, Kurukulelelia, Sunderabrosa, Lady, Yosula, Lady, Sunderabrokaba, Rike de Yabrisha de de the Dominican Republic, Rukotarabri, the Caribbean, Ruke de Yabrisha de Yosula de Yokurelelelelasa, Ruke de Yabrisha de Yosuda de Brishata, and all that is known as Latin America, Ruke de Yabrisha, Rela de Yosuda, Haiti, Ruke de Yabrisha de Yas, Rukatarabresa de Yokurukule de Yondarabresa de Yosuda. We bind every COVID and every cult in Jesus' name. Covens of witch doctors, covens of shamans. Covens of militarized persons in Jesus' name. The UN, the WHO, the World Economic Forum, covens of witches, covens of warlocks, covens of wizards, sorcerers and diviners in the name of Jesus Christ, covens of liars in the name of Jesus Christ, every cult is bound in Jesus' name, and every coven that comes under the heading of Illuminati, we bind you all in the name of Jesus. Every Antichrist spirit is bound. Every spirit against Jesus Christ is bound in Jesus' name. So we bind all more jealous attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible. For the dominion of sin in our culture, we bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devil, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them into their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the Mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, spilate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind. The shedding of injected persons upon us, we return in Lucy's attacks to the sender. 
According to the covenant, we bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling in the satellites against the website, and the app, binding all abortions as a magical ritual, returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and such, returning all tribal witchcraft to the senders in the name of Jesus Christ, returning all Chaldean witchcraft, to the senders in the name of Jesus Christ and all Spanish witchcraft in Jesus' name, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo root work, lucky charms, high magic, and binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding on magical language, magic signs, and magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, binding and caging Poseidon, Neptune, and all other underwater demons, and stripping them of their crowns and powers and thrones, and returning them to Jesus Christ, binding all conjurations, summonings of demons, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, Binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, divining practices, magic spells, potions, amulets, bowls, precious stones, and incantations in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the new world order, new age movement, great reset. We bind false flags. Or do we bind make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, Reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and his agents, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness. In Jesus' name, we bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, Apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting of trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, on and all false deities in Jesus' name. Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We bind you with 
eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name and send you into the spiritual cage. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, pact, we bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, Freemasonry, the rituals of every secret society and those of the associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control. We bind the spirit of slumber in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy. Until the Godhead does, the Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that was has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We command them to leave us now in the name of Jesus. We bind every devil coming through the computer or cell phone or the computer lines, and we return them, and any curses in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray, Father, for the peace of Jerusalem and Palestine, in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power, Father, over the spirit of hatred. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Palestine and for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians. We lift up Netanyahu to you, Lord. We break the powers of darkness over his mind in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We break the powers of darkness. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We bind wickedness in his heart. Hey! In Jesus' name. We bind roots of bitterness. And unforgiveness in his heart. We lose the mercy of God. We lose the mercy of God over him in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere especially the January 6th prisoners and all who are being persecuted or were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our transportation, the blood of Jesus. And not only that, our homes or our future homes with the blood of Jesus. We cover our employment with the blood of Jesus. We submerge our employment. Or however, we receive our funding under the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference in our trajectory of travel in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for Psalm 91 and many other scriptures, and that your warring angels have gone before us, Father, in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves in all of our properties, properties we now own and properties that we are attaining in the name of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus, we take authority over all sorts of demons, demons of the night or day, bad dreams, night dreams, imagination dreams, sex dreams. Anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, we command them to stay away. And we ask for giant warrior angels to protect us as we sleep, Father, through the day and night. We thank you for the wall of protection around us with your glory in the midst. In Jesus' name. We pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, witchcraft, voodoo. Curses, anything sent to us from the dark side. And we cut, burn, and destroy silver cords, ley lines, and we cut ourselves free from ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection 
around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you to teach us, those of us who are willing to learn, how to manage our interfacing with others in a righteous manner in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We break the power of all love spells, charms, vexes, hexes, curses, charms, fetishes, psychic thoughts and prayers, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, mind control, voodoo, magic, sorcery, destruction, pain, sickness and torment, psychic warfare and powers, incantations, incense and candle burnings, ungodly blessings, chantings, hoodoo, crystal, root work, tribal rituals and sin and every curse. The power of every curse is destroyed in Jesus' name. We return all the spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, heaviness, fear, hatred, bondage, and oppression, and blindness in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father. Father, we lift up to you our vulnerabilities. Father, teach us to come to you. Instead of trying to do everything in our own strength, teach us to come to you. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. So, saints, tonight, our featured psalm is Psalm 50, Psalm 5-0, and our verse for meditation comes from Genesis chapter 14, verse 18. Genesis uh, chapter 14, uh, verse 18. And our featured ebook is Testing the Spirit's Bible Study. Amen. Tonight we're going to talk about the best is coming. The best is coming. Amen. The best is coming. The most fantastic thing and event happen, choose to believe. They happen to saints who choose to believe. Jesus Christ himself says you do not have to be defeated. You do not have to be defeated. You can overcome illness. You can overcome weakness. You can overcome sin. You can overcome heartbreak. You can overcome failure. There is nothing or no situation 
you cannot overcome if you will believe. Now, you see, saints, God has given to every person, to every saint, the measure of faith to believe. But what are we doing with it? Amen? What are we doing with it? Belief can change what happens to be an impossible situation. Belief unlocks the door to power beyond our imagination. All things are possible. Only believe. Jesus said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Amen? Amen. So now, let's go to Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said, okay, Jesus can't lie. So it's important that we choose to believe him. He is truth. And the truth said this, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So that means Jesus is telling each of us directly to turn our believer on, to do. You must turn it all the way on, not part the way on. All the way. Amen. That's what he wants. Belief is that which lights up one's life with possibilities. Belief is the initiator of all achieving. Belief is the hookup to the power that is greater than we are. We need to believe God. Every one of us needs to be believed in also. It is amazing what having someone believe in you does to your own self-image. You see, as your pastor, I have to Believe that you will finally come to the place of fully believing and trusting God. Hmm. That's right. Somebody has got to believe in you, and you've got to believe God. Amen? Amen. One day, Andrew brought his brother Simon to Jesus Christ. Very, very carefully, the Lord sized him up. He saw him, he saw in him certain weaknesses, but he also saw possibilities. So Jesus said to him, Thou art Simon the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. So let's go to John chapter 1, verse 42. 
You see, when Simon Peter met Jesus, he was not a stone, just the opposite. But Jesus was calling forth in Simon Peter possibilities of who Simon Peter could become. And Jesus does this for you, too, because he is no respect. Amen? Jesus calls forth in you, in each of you, what he knows you can become if you will believe him and what he knows you can achieve if you will believe him. Amen? So he immediately spoke to Peter and said that you are called Simon the son of Jonah, but you shall be called Cephas, which by interpretation is a stone. Very, very different from the way Simon Peter was at that moment. He was saying, you are one thing now, but I see in you possibilities of being something else. You know, God is the one who makes something out of absolutely nothing. You know he likes to do that. He calls things that are not as though they were. He likes to do that too. And we should join him in that. Amen? We should. So Jesus was saying, To him, I see in you possibilities of being something else. I believe in you. We know at times the Lord's faith in Peter was severely tried, yet he kept on believing in him, and eventually Peter became the man that Jesus believed he could be. So, see, you have no reason to give up. Because Jesus is believing for you to make it. Amen? A mother once shared with a minister friend of mine, out of her broken heart for her son, who was always in some kind of trouble. If it wasn't one thing, it was something else. Over and over again, This boy had just absolutely broken his mother's heart. So she came to my friend wanting to know what she could do to help her son to get out of all the difficulty that he was in. And he said this to her, it looks to me like you have done everything a mother can do. Then he thought a moment of the most important thing a mother could do for her son and added, just keep on believing in him. Just keep on believing in him. That's important, saints. That's important. You know, sometimes in the marriage relationship, people act out of their old drama. And you're watching them misbehave terribly. And for the life of you, can't, you can't figure out why they're doing it. It's hurtful and it's painful. 
but they're still, it's like they're still reverberating out of their old drama. Well, you see, once Jesus comes to live in them, then you need to believe in them because Jesus is on the inside. And you're believing for the Jesus in them to rise up and overcome all the rest of it. That's what you're believing for. You're believing for the Jesus in them to break through all the other drama. That's right. You see, they have the seed of the divine nature of God in them, but all of their old mess is sort of covering it up. Well, you're believing for the God in them to break through. Sometimes you will not see it in the natural, but you keep believing anyway. Amen? It's important to have someone who believes in you. Amen. It's very important. One of the greatest acts of love you can give to another person is to keep on believing in them, even when others have given up. Jesus believes that you are a dream that can come true. He believes you can actually come to be like him. He believes that. You should join him in that belief. Amen? Someone said that in a company of sinners, Jesus dreamed of saints. He looked at the masses and the crowds of people and said, you know, they're sinners right now, but they can become saints. Somebody had to believe in us. To one who had missed the way, he said to this one, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Jesus did not minimize her sin. He didn't pretend like she hadn't done anything wrong. Amen? But neither did he fail to see her tremendous possibilities, even as he saw her shame pass. He saw the possibilities of a new beginning and a better future. And this is what he chose to focus his attention on. Saints, God believes in you. Now, believe in yourself. In Amos 3.3, as we have discussed, the Bible says, two walk together except they be agreed. Well, if God's going to believe in you, don't you think you ought to join him in agreement? Don't you? Why would you fight him on that? He's, it's not possible for him to be wrong. He's God. All right? 
all things are possible if you believe in God. Believing in the New Testament means receiving Jesus Christ into your life as Savior and Lord of your life. He's in charge, not you. And you are to give him the reverence and respect and honor that that position deserves. It means you don't get to fly out and decide what you want to do when you get ready and you associate with whomever you want to when you feel like it. No. You are brought under the lordship of Jesus. If you call him Lord, then obey him as Lord. Amen. Everything good starts with a decision to believe Jesus Christ and invite him to come into your heart. You see, most rebellious people do not want Jesus Christ ruling over them and reigning over them. They don't want him telling them, no, you can't do this, and no, you can't have this. They don't want to hear it. They want to rebel. And their lives look at it, look that way. The Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. And if you're one of these people, you have this same cycle of messing up your life in certain areas, you need to get on your face before God and stay there until he tells you to get up. Amen? And take some words. The Bible says you have to take words to God when you go to talk to him about your your life. You can't just sit there and look mute. You have to take words to God. So, if you want an unbeatable life, believe in Jesus. If you want to be a child of God, believe in Jesus. If you want to overcome defeat, believe in Jesus. If you want to have a better life, believe in Jesus. If you want to beat defeating selfishness, Believe in Jesus. If you want to eventually win, believe and totally dedicate yourself to Jesus. Amen. So, God has a plan for your life. Finding and following God's plan for your life is the most reasonable, soundest, the surest way to self-confidence. There is no greater feeling than to be in right relationship with God. If you are not in right relationship, you can be starting right this moment. Believe wholeheartedly in Jesus Christ. You know, some people have these areas of their life that they don't want Jesus to have too much say over. It doesn't work that way. He's Lord of all of your life or not Lord at all in your life. You can't parcel yourself out. It's all of you or none of you. It's the way it works. Amen. So, believe wholeheartedly in Jesus Christ and your life will become unbeatable. 
Make this the dominating thought of your mind. Are you ready for it? Listen. God and I together are undefeatable. All right, now you repeat after me. God and I together are undefeatable. It's up to you to believe it. Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 26. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. With God all things are possible. You can live a clean life with God if you will. Amen? If you will. Throughout. Amen. There was this man, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. There, there there, was this man, and he had this ministry with his daughters. And his ministry was to uh, cheer up, make happy, and entertain Christians that lived in rest homes and hospitals. He would go by to encourage them. So... One day, he ran into a friend of mine, and they were talking about, you know, what you talk about when you run into people, and his little girl came up, and they were singing this song, and the name of the song is Side by Side. And they had big, happy smiles all over their faces. And when they finished, everybody had a good laugh and enjoyed themselves. Now, I want to show you a paradox. This same man, whose name I'm not going to tell you, because I'd have to change his name. He turned to my friend and said, by the way, You might pray a little special prayer for us this week. On Monday, we had an accident, and our car looks a lot more like an accordion than a car. On Tuesday, when I went to work, I discovered I didn't have a job anymore. On Wednesday, the county tax department phoned to say we owed some taxes from four years back, and if we don't get these paid in 10 days, they'll come out and auction off our home. Well, that would be enough to floor anybody, but this man, even while he was telling about all of these horrendous problems, he still had a warm, friendly smile and his face was glowing. No, he didn't have tears. He had that holy glow. In fact, 
it was so profound that it was hard to really grasp the pressure of his problem because he wasn't under pressure, if you know what I mean. He, he and his daughters took off to go to another nursing home to make some more people smile. But you see, this man is a Christian. He has faith, he has hope, and he has love. And if you would ask him how he was bearing up, he would tell you that Jesus Christ keeps him inspired to smile and to laugh and to make others feel loved, wanted, and needed. So that's what kept him going, his relationship with Jesus Christ. You see, with God's help, you can get on top of any situation. The Bible says in Philippians 4.13, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, I can do. It says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Amen. If you have physical issues where you need strength just to move, this scripture needs to be rolling out of your mouth all the time. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Amen. And as you depend on the word, the strength will come. Only believe. The word belief is symbolic of the power that has no limitations within God's reasoning. And we find evidence of its influence wherever we find people who have truly achieved success. They conquer who believe they can. That's right. Amen. So I'm going to tell you another story. One day on the evening news, they were doing a news story on a lady who was an employee at a bus company. It was her job to answer the phone all day and take people's complaints and complaints and comments and comments and complaints. Now, I understand what that kind of job is like. I've already had it. So she had to listen to people complain all day long. But. Since this lady had done such a terrific job of remaining warm and friendly in the midst of some very difficult conversations, the news had found out about her, and they noted her for honor in a a news story. So they asked her how she kept her cool with people who were really upset. So she pointed to a sign that was on her wall, and she said the following. A saint in faith once said, 
Whatever the mind can conceive, and I will dare to believe, with God's help, I can achieve. She believed it, she lived it, and she did it all the time. Amen? And her life gave glory to God. See? It's that simple, see? And God can move any mighty mountain. Let's go to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verse 23. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, and verse 23. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Didn't say a thing about your head. In his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Jesus has given us a challenge. We need to answer the challenge. What's in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Say, never Stop believing God. Learn to lay hold of the power to persevere. Learn to take strong hold of the power to persevere, to achieve, to overcome, to win the prize. In order to do that, we must lay hold of the power to persevere. Amen? In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, the Bible tells us the following. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, Wherefore, Seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight what's holding us back. And the sin, the S-I-N, which does so easily beset us, get us off the path. And let us run with patience, perseverance, with not giving up at this, the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, amen, the author and finisher of our faith. That's right. You want to run track? Well, you're going to need perseverance. You're going to outrun the devil? You're going to need some patience and perseverance. You want to overcome, you're going to need some patience and perseverance. Amen. This is the way the kingdom works. You got to lay aside some things and get to running. 
Amen. Those who come out on top are those who stick with it through thick and thin. The Bible admonishes us frequently to develop a steadfastness that is unmovable, always abounding, and going forward toward the goal. There is no place for a quitter in the team of those who would live to win. Say that again. There is no place for a quitter in the team of those who would live to win. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. Well, what do you mean? Okay, Donald Trump. That's all you got to see. No matter what's thrown at him, he doesn't quit. I mean, they're throwing more lawsuits than they can make up lies for. And you know it's the truth. They are making up lies to come up with lawsuits. But he hadn't backed up, he hadn't backed down, and he hadn't quit. You got to give it to him. History has told us. Remember the Mayflower? They taught you about the Mayflower in school. Remember that? Well, what they've come up with, is that the average speed of the Mayflower during the voyage across the Atlantic was about two miles per hour. Okay, think of the last time you were driving your car two miles an hour. Okay, that's about it. That was slow enough to discourage even seasoned sailors. However, history has also taught us that that particular voyage is remembered now as a glorious example of what persistence can achieve. There is almost nothing persistence cannot achieve in time. Amen. Anything worthwhile is worth taking the time to achieve. So, we must be willing to take the time to achieve our goals. And if you are an impatient person, you got a little bit more work to do. Because if you allow yourself to get impatient, you'll end up getting all tensed up, which is not the peace of God. We must remind ourselves that anything worthwhile takes a while. And the more worthy a goal is, the longer you can afford to work at it before it is achieved. Question is, is this a worthy project? Well, if it is, then we should not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap 
if we don't faint. Amen? In due season, we will reap if we don't faint. But, Pastor, I'm about to faint now. No, you're not. Just call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. He'll help you through. That's what he does. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season, how long is due season? I don't know. It depends. But you got to hang in there till you get to the end of it. That's right. You got to hang in there. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Now, you got to understand, there are some parents, by 30, their child has begun to act like they're adults. But there are some persons that have grown children that by the time they're 50, they're still not acting like adults. I don't know when due season is. Just hang in there. Amen? The scriptures say hang in there. In the Bible, there is this undeniable law of sowing and reaping. Now, whoever that was that fainted, get up off the floor. Jesus is still here. Amen. The Lord will revive you. (laughs) Amen? The Lord will revive you. He will bring a refreshing to your life. Amen. He will bring a refreshing to your life. Psalm 126, verse 5. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Now, if you have one of those children that are grown, that don't want to be grown, keep believing God. He's he's over the parenthood ministry. He's waiting right along with you, and he hasn't quit. Hold on to Jesus. He'll help you. He'll, he'll give you stamina beyond stamina. I've seen him do it. That's how I know it's the truth. Amen? Amen. But back to sowing and reaping. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Amen? We want the Lord to bless us bountifully, don't we? So we're going to sow seeds of patience. Mm. Tribulation is what worketh patience. But there's a fruit and a power and a strength you get when you go through. Amen. The greatest man who ever lived, who had the greatest mission to achieve, had to wait. Really? That's right. 
Though Jesus was anxious to get started to see results, to make it happen, for 30 long years he waited before he began his public ministry. Instead of being out preaching the good news of the kingdom, he was hammering nails and dealing with wood and splinters in a carpenter shop. Some people would think this was a menial task for the Son of God to be doing. But as we study the life of Jesus Christ, he has shown us clearly, he has caused us to see and to realize that all of the waiting was a part of his important preparation. You see, there are things that happen in the preparation that if you skip them, they will cause failure when you go out to do the work. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth. The opportunities of his limited today, as he was in the carpenter shop, became the stones out of which he built his eternal kingdom in his tomorrow. And it's the same with us. Yes, waiting is a hard thing to do. But just as we read, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We're all children of this new microwave 4 or 5G network life. But I got to have it right this moment, and this is taking too long. Waiting through the difficult times is God's way of preparing us for better things to come. That's right. You know, God has given me little pop quizzes, I'll call them, on waiting. Because I asked him to help me with that. And we have this little exercise that happens sometimes, and I know when it's, when it's going on. And I'm, I've learned to just relax because this is what's going to happen. And not, I've learned to just go through it without being upset unduly or unnerved unduly. Just be at peace and relax because it's here to teach you the lesson. Amen. All of us have these places. Brethren, is your life full of difficulties and temptations? Well, then be happy about it. For when the way is rough and tough, your patience has a chance to grow. Remember I told you you needed to grow? That's the way it works. Amen? You got to grow. So let's grow and don't squirm out of our problems. Amen? So when our patience is finally in bloom, then we will be ready for anything. We will be strong in character, and we will be full and complete. But until that time, we're going to walk in patience. We're going to persevere because we're obeying Romans 12, 1 and 2. 
and we're being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, we're going to be developing in our Christ-like character with patience. Somebody said patience is faith pushed to its farthest degree. Well, I guess we'll find out when we get there, won't we? So, are you facing a difficult time in life? Then don't stop believing God. Don't give up. Practice patience and know that time can make all the difference in your world. Somehow, we must learn to discover that time can be put to work for the good of those who love God and learn to practice patient perseverance. When we do this, and with the passing of months and years, we will find solutions to seemingly impossible problems. You see, saints, God has never promised to give us exactly what we asked for when we asked for it. Yes, this is a growing up lesson. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, I have some friends, and they had their house up for sale. And they were preparing to to start this new enterprise in their lives. But they became impatient as the days and the months went by and the house still didn't sell. So they thought, where is God in all this? Then, just as God's perfect timing came, it sold. Not a day too soon or a day too late. You see, saints, God's delays are not necessarily God's denial. Sometimes we've got to grow up, and that's just the way it is, okay? So be patient. Believe God because God is working everything out. Amen? Let me tell you about a grandpapa. He's a grandpapa. He's gone on to be with Jesus now, but he had this song. And the name of his song was, You Can't Stop Me. And I don't have the tune, but I do have the lyrics. And it went this way. I have many precious loved ones who have gone on before. They are resting and waiting for me there. I'll be ready and watching when the summons comes and that beautiful city we will share. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. I hear the voices calling o'er the sea. I'll make it to that city through Calvary. I feel his cleansing power and you can't stop me. Amen? So, if you so choose, saints, you can join the non-stoppers that are headed for greater things in God. 
that reach even into the heaven. Amen? So keep believing and never give up. Because the best is coming. Always keep it up and keep hope alive. Why? Because the best is coming. Now, yesterday or day before, whichever day it was, I heard this lady in Walmart say, she was in the next line. And the little group over there was laughing and joking. And the lady said, and it wasn't something that came out of her head, it came out of her innards. She said, I haven't laughed in a month. And it hit me. She hasn't laughed in a month? That's not healthy, not good. And I realized that the circumstances of life that have been imposed on people all over the world have so oppressed us and depressed us that people have forgotten to laugh. Well, if you're one of those persons, then ask the Lord to come set you free from that. Amen? Amen. He will. Then somebody else said they're hopeless. And I just refuse to accept that. To say a person is hopeless or to say a situation is hopeless is to deny the power of God. Really? Yes. Because we've talked about this scripture in Psalm 42, verse 5. Psalm 42, verse 5. It tells us the following. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. You see, remember when I told you, you have to talk to your emotions and your feelings, and you have to tell them what they need to do. So he asked his soul, what's the matter in you? And then he had to instruct his soul what he ought to do. Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. You can't just let your emotions run you all over town. You just can't. At some point, you have to tell them to go sit and time out. Amen? Because sometimes they really need to be in time out. And sometimes they need to be put on restrictions. Amen. It's a real world. Hope thou in God. Nobody can live long without hope. And that's the truth. Nobody, no matter how deeply a person is depressed, no matter how despondent, if for some reason they can receive some hope, in their heart and mind, they will begin to amend. 
you know there's been, you know, words spoken by all kinds of folk, even in people's mind. Oh, that's the end for that person. Well, guess what? You don't have to receive those words. You have the God of hope living inside you, the God who is your hope living inside of you. You can have hope. Amen? You don't have to go around feeling hopeless for any reason. Amen? It's our unwavering belief that in Jesus Christ we have hope that all failure, all sins are forgiven. Now, hope is not something you wish for or dream of, but it is a solid assurance of the fact that God always keeps his word. He watches over his word to perform it. God promises us that if we will confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. So, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, there's good news in this. Nobody, say absolutely nobody, no one has to be beaten down by his sins. If you are beaten by your sins and your failures, then confess each and every one of them to Jesus Christ, and he will forgive you of every wrongdoing. And he will cleanse you. It's a process. He will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He promises to. So. As long as you're here on earth with us, there is hope because Jesus is still available. The Bible says in Psalm 38, verse 15, Psalm 38, verse 15, Psalm 38, verse 15, For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou will hear, O Lord my God. We're hoping in God. And there's no failure in our God. As long as we have our hope in God, we can't be defeated. Amen. There is a stark difference in believing that God causes tragic things to happen and believing that God allows things to happen. Amen. Amen. God is not the author of evil. Satan is. But a loving God permits Incidents to occur for our own development and character refinement. I'm going to help you with this one. There were some teenage boys who were out in the family car, and they they stopped at the gate station to get whatever junky little food they wanted to buy, and they were playing their music loud like teenagers do. 
and they were minding their own business. And this man came up with his bad attitude, and what ended up happening is the driver, the teenage driver, got killed. And, yes, this was a racial incident. The murderer was a a middle-aged Caucasian, and the teenagers were black. Okay? So, the parents of the teenager went through all kinds of changes. In fact, there's a movie made about it. There's a movie. There's an HBO movie about it. And it happened right in Jacksonville, Florida. And, I mean, they went through all kinds of changes, all kinds of changes. It it pretty much tore them up. But there was a celebration one year that we had after the court, after the man, the murderer had gone to prison. And all these people came out to encourage the mother and the father. And the father made this statement that stuck with me. He said that more people had been touched and affected and changed by what happened to his son than would have been if his son had lived. You know, that's a profound thing for a father to say. You know something? God always knows what's best. He knows how to change things that we don't have the foggiest notion how to change. Amen. You know, Stephen had one of those situations. They stoned him to death while he was preaching the everlasting gospel. Yes, the angels could have come and killed all the stoners. They'd have killed Saul, too. Okay? But that's not how God handled that. How he handled it was Jesus Christ stood up to receive Stephen when he left his body. And he dealt even further with Saul of Tarsus, who became the Apostle Paul. God has different ways of dealing with things. Amen? Don't forget that. So, the psalmist said, For in thee, O Lord, do I hope. So we should hope in God. He is the only firm basis for achieving worthwhile aspirations. And that's the truth. I'm going to tell you another story, okay? Tell you another story. When they first started making golf balls, now anybody who knows me knows this is not my sport. My dad tried to teach me how to do this when I was a kid. And uh, I learned how to dig a hole. 
It's just a real world, you know. <laughs> so the original golf balls were made with smooth covers. But there was this particular young man who had a severe financial difficulty. But he loved to play golf. So this is what he decided to do. He did not let the fact that he had only one old beat-up golf ball keep him from playing. That's what he decided. The other men he was playing golf with had new, smooth, shiny golf balls. As they played, it was discovered that the man with the one beat-up ball got a lot more distance and went straighter than the smooth ball. So now, after that wonderful discovery, all golf balls are manufactured with dimples all over the place. It's like they have a breakout, you know? With these rough spots, the ball goes further, and so it is with life. It takes some rough spots in our lives to make us go the farthest, to bring out the best in us. So, really, Pastor, really, 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 really. Mm-hmm. Saint who has hope knows that God will bring something good out of what appears to be pa- to be bad. So in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, Romans chapter 8, verse 28, we find the truth. And we know that all things work together, work together. All things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. Amen. We also know in Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 5, Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 5, that the Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing unto thee, because the Lord thy God loves thee. The Lord thy God turned the curse into a blessing unto thee, because the Lord thy God loved thee. And it's so. In Galatians chapter 3, beginning with verse 13. In Galatians chapter 3, beginning in verse 13. Christ hath redeemed us. From the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. There it is. 
There's nothing to stop us now. So I'm going to tell you this other story. I got another story to tell. Um, There was this man, and he was sharing with some people about his faith in God. And so um, this happened like when I was in high school. Yeah. Well, maybe not high school, maybe junior high. Back then. His mill, he had a mill. That's what he did for a living. It was completely wiped out by a fire. And only about 20% of it was insured. So, from the way things look, he and his family had worked a lifetime to build something that was wiped out. That's pretty devastating, I would think. So, just before the fire, another small mill that he owned, which hadn't been doing very well, he had put it up for sale. A few days after the fire in the big mill, the small mill was sold. Somebody bought it. So he took the money from the sale of the small mill, the limited insurance money, and worked with his crew day and night for 80 straight days and completely rebuilt the mill. That's a lot of work and perseverance, saints. Before the fire, lumber prices were a minimum of $48 per 1000 to break even. However, in building the new plant with many new changes and innovations and the best up-to-date machinery, the cost of the operation was reduced significantly. Just as the mill was completed, the price of lumber dipped to an all-time low and stayed there for the next year. If he had been operating the old mill, it would he would have lost $120,000 a month. That's a lot of money. But since the new mill was in operation, he was able to weather the storm. The next year, lumber rose to an all-time high. So as he was giving this testimony with tears in his eyes, he praised God and gave testimony to the fact that his heavenly father was actually taking care of him the whole time. This saint, this man, firmly believed in the scripture we just read in Romans 8.28. So, this is the nugget of truth that everybody was left with. No matter what happens, God reigns. And he is at work to bring out good from bad. For the Christian, for the saint, the best is coming. Amen? The best is coming. 
So I got another story I'm going to tell you. Got another story. One of the brethren had been in the hospital. You know, he kept having to go back to the hospital. And he'd been there about um, over 10 times that particular year. And so you know how that wears and tears on a family. And they were just worn out. They were running back and forth, trying to do this, trying to, you know, it it becomes quite taxing if you've never been a caregiver. It's extremely taxing. Circumstance happened that he had to go back to the hospital again. And he was in a unit called ICCU, Intensive Cardiac Care Unit. It's, it's very intensive. I've been there. Not as a patient, but I've been there. So a minister went to visit him. And um, the next day, the min- the wife of the man called the minister, and she said, what did you say to Joe? And he said, well, I don't really remember. Why? Well, she said, before you went to see him yesterday, he was depressed and despondent. Nothing we could say or do could get him out of that mood. But after you left, he was cheerful and at peace. And he told me that if anything happened and he didn't make it, it would be all right. He said not to grieve and he would be well taken care of. And he had a smile on his face. Wow. What a change. So the minister said, well, you know, all I did was I quoted him a a few scriptures from the Bible I gave him a testimony about somebody that got a miracle of healing. And then I said to him the following. I said, Joe, look at it this way. When you know the Lord, you know the Lord. The best is yet to come. If God heals you, that's going to be a whole lot better. And if he doesn't, then you are going to heaven, and what could be better than that? Hmm. So what he said to him was, Joe, for you, the best is yet to come. You got to remember, your hope makes a difference. That day, evidently, hope came alive in Joe. That's important. That's very important. That's extremely important. This is what we want to talk about. From Revelation chapter 3, verse 8, Revelation chapter 3, verse 8, Jesus has some words for us. And I chose to receive his words. 
In Revelation chapter 3, verse 8, Jesus says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. You have to decide if you're going to believe Jesus and say, yes, Lord. Amen? You, too, have an open door before you. God has given to you healing for all of your hurt, insight to build a better life. He's given you love to give away to others. He's given you new dreams to challenge you to reach beyond where you have been. He's given you obstacles to overcome. And he's turned your scars into stars, if you let him. God has given to you possibilities unlimited. What matters is not where you have been, but where you are going. So choose to believe God and never stop believing him because the best is coming. Amen? Amen. So I pray that you got something out of this message. I pray that you got something out of this message. I hope it has inspired you to go beyond where you've been. Amen. God can do it, but you got to believe him, saints. You got to believe him. He's a wonderful God, but you got to believe him. You just got to believe him. Amen. So, uh-oh, go this way. Amen. you got to believe him. You just must. So, area code 469, on the air in Jesus' name. Area code 469, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Um, hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, I, I'm good, and you? Just fine. How can I help you? Um, I just had a couple of prayer requests. Mhm. Okay, so um, I, I don't even know how to put this, but I'm getting really bad uh social anxiety, and I don't even know where it's from. And also, uh, I think, like, maybe it could be, like, a spiritual problem, whatever. And, yeah, and also, uh, yeah, also I have a a test on a, I have a test on Tuesday, but I kind of have, like, ADHD. I don't really have ADHD, but I have a really hard time, like, studying and sitting down and focusing and, like, actually, like, reading material to, like, study for stuff. So I wanted to know if I could get prayer for that. And also, um, 
I get easily distracted. And, oh, yeah, I was watching a Derek Prince uh, sermon a while ago, and he was basically saying in uh, that specific sermon that a lot of patterns in people's lives that, like, reoccur over and over and over could be because of a curse. And in my life, uh, I've actually never, ever, like, completed uh, – well, I've never, like, stayed at a school and, like, started from the beginning and, like, completed. Like, I've always just moved to other schools and, like, uh, yeah, I've always just moved to other schools. And even for high school, I went to, like, five different high schools, basically. And my last one, uh, yeah, it was kind of like an online high school, and then I got my high school diploma there. So I think that maybe, like, that perhaps could be a curse. And lastly, also, um, my dad, who is uh, Ghanaian, like, African, he kind of put a curse on me a while ago. Uh, that was before I was born again, though. He uh, and I were not seeing eye to eye and whatnot. And he had gone to a pastor when he was younger that told him that you could put curses on people by reading specific Bible scriptures, saying a couple, a couple words over an egg, and then throwing that egg on the floor or something. So I think that's uh, what my dad has done to me, I guess, because that's what he said he did. He said that he cursed me or whatever uh, back then. And I don't know. I, I've been kind of, like, feeling weird ever since then. Like, I want to talk to him about it for him to, like, take it off or whatever. I want some prayers uh, for that so that that curse will not have, like, any effect upon my life whatsoever. Okay. First of all, I need you to forgive your dad. Okay. He was wrong. But I need you to forgive him. That's what the Bible said. That's what Jesus said. So go ahead. Uh, I forgive my dad. Uh, uh, uh. Heavenly Father. Oh, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. By an act of my will. By an act of my will. In obedience to your word. In obedience to your word. I forgive my father. I forgive my father. For his participation. For his participation. In witchcraft. In witchcraft. And the occult. And the occult. I want nothing to do. I want nothing to do. With witchcraft. With witchcraft. With the occult. With the occult. Or my dad's sins. Or my dad's sin. I want nothing to do. I want nothing to do. With Satan and his power. With Satan and his power. I only want the grace of God in my life. I only want the grace of God in my life. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, okay. Oh, thank you. Heavenly Father, you. I'm sorry. Heavenly Father. Uh huh. You have to keep talking, dear. <laughs> We're praying. <laughs> We're talking to God. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. Of all of my sins. Of all of my sins. And the sins of all of my ancestors. And the sins of all of my ancestors. 
Have you had sexual activity with anyone? No, but I'm sort of addicted to, like, masturbation and watching pornography. Heavenly Father, I ask Heavenly you Father, to forgive me for all I my ask you sexual to forgive me For all of my sexual sin. Especially masturbation. Especially masturbation. And sins using my eye. And sins using my eye. Whether in the natural. Whether in the natural. Or by video or computer. Or by video or computer. I ask you to teach me how to walk in holiness. I ask you to teach me how to walk in holiness. I want a pure and holy life before you. Pure and holy life before you. Amen. Amen. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we come in agreement with this young man and his prayer before your throne. We remit his sins and the sins of his ancestors in Jesus' name, and with the sword of the Spirit, we cut him free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland, chain, fetter, net, yoke, snare, and entrapment of the devil. We cut him free from the root causes, the uraka, from the water spirits in his family line, from the marine demons in his family line, from the the ancestry of corruption in his life. In Jesus' name, we cut him free from his parents' iniquities, sins, and failures, and trespasses. In the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over every sin that has ever occurred in his life, even at from conception forward, even from conception forward at this moment. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We command them to be unrooted up, rooted up, pulled out of his life right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for releasing the angels to assist, and we command those devils to come out of him now. Take a deep breath and cough from your gut and keep doing it. You got to open your mouth, honey. Deep breath, cough from your gut. 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 Come out of it in the name of Jesus. Come on out, all of it, the whole root bone bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. Sex sins, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come out. All of the sex devils, all of the marine spirits, the fire of God to burn them out of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. Come out of them in the name of Jesus. Deep breath first, then call. Deep breath. Father, we ask you to open up that passage and make yourself microscopic and come out of him in Jesus' name. Call. Deep breath, then call. Put in your mouth. Let's spit it out. Demons in the mind. All the psychological references. 
the demons that reside in the mind due to witchcraft, due to rebellion, and due to family curses. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come up and out, go into the spiritual cage, to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Come on out of them. Come on out right now in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come out of him right now in Jesus' holy name. Come out. You cannot stay. There's no place for you to stay. We command you to come out of him in the name of Jesus. Go into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All entanglements, all ungodly soul ties, we sever with the sword of the spirit, and we cauterize the ends in Jesus' name. Come out of it. All of the spirits that came through soul ties, you're bound in Jesus' name. Rika rokunda receive. Ruka da 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 dia saints, it's time to pray. Ruka la da dia sundebri. Carresila da dia surra garro gola da dia sundebri sele. Rasa curru gondo recite na breke de dio sula de dia sundebra. Curresila da dia surra caharikisa da breke de dio sula. Rasa la dia sundebreke de suda raka curro cola de dia. Come on out. Come on out of him in the name of Jesus. Come on out. All of it. All of the father's sin, all the father's sexual sin. Were your parents uh, married when you were conceived? Uh, yes, I think so. All right. Take a deep breath and then call from your gut. And you're going to get some more of this deliverance after we're off the phone. Father, we cut him free from every garland. And we ask you, Father, to go back to when his dad did those acts against him. We give you the praise, Father, in Jesus' name. Come on out. Take a deep breath and come on out. All the voodoo, come on out. All the witchcraft, all the occult activity. Come on out. All of it. Every bit of it. All the voodoo, all the hoodoo, all the curses. We bind up every every, every syllable that his father has ever spoken over him. We encapsulate it in the blood of Jesus Christ. We sever its influence in his life forevermore in Jesus' name. It cannot go forward. We cage it and send it to the feet of Jesus for judgment. All the spoken curses go in Jesus' name. All the spoken curses go in Jesus' name. Come on out. You got to cough it out. Deep breath and cough from your gut, not your throat. From your gut, not your throat. That's right. All of those curses, all of those eggs, all of that stomping and breaking, and all the other sacrifices that he has done. <laughs> Father, we ask you to keep from him, away from him, wicked and evil person, unless he is to witness to them. 
In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, when my mother and father forsake me, the Lord himself will take me up. All of those demons in the mind, come on out. All the anxiety, all the social issues, all the learning disabilities, all the if you've got dyslexia, dyscalculia, or dis anything else, we bind it in the name of Jesus. We command it to come out, and we ask for the blood of Jesus to replace it. Woo! We bind up all magic, all spells, all charms, all sacrifices, all ceremonies, all dedications, all demonic dedications. We break your grip and hole in his life. Come out of him in the name of Jesus. All ungodly religious spirits from any other faith or any other religion, we cut him free. Kundalini, we break your claws in the back of his back. Ruka, we cut off your head. We split. Hey, open up the chakras and get out in Jesus' name. I command you to come out. And all of the snakes wrapped around him. We apply the sword of the spirit to you. We cut off your heads, your tails. We split you, and we send your pieces into a cage in the name of Jesus to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every garland is cut off. He's free. We break the cages, and we set the captive free. We break the cage that's been on your mind. And we set the captive free in Jesus' name. Come on out of it. Come on out, all of it, come out, in the name of Jesus. All the blood sacrifices, the fecal sacrifices, the food sacrifices, every order, rank, and type of sacrifice that he has done against your life, every sacrifice done under the sea, we break its grip and hold off your life in the name of Jesus. Fire of God, come in Jesus' name. Fire of God, come in Jesus' name. Come on out. Deep breath and calm. Come on out of it. <laughs> now. Ruka de Rishaladio Surrechisa, sins of the eye. We cut him free in Jesus' name. Come on out. Come out from behind the eyes. Come on out. All those demons in the mind, sex demons, come out from behind the eyes in the name of Jesus. Never enter him again in the name of Jesus. Come on out of him. Come on out of him now in the name of Jesus. All of those sex devils in the mind, behind the eyes, motivating sin. Spirits of masturbation, pleasuring self, bound in Jesus' name. Come out of the hands. Come out of the hands right now. You're bound. Come out of the hands in the name of Spirits of masturbation, you're bound. Come out of the hands. Come out of the hands. Come out of the hands. Come on out right now in the name of Jesus. Come out of the mind, come out of the thoughts, come out of the dreams. We bind the dreams in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We bind the intent of the dream. We bind the spirits that bring the dreams in the name of Jesus Christ. We put them all in the spiritual cage, send them to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Come out of him. Come out of him now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of him in Jesus' holy name. Come on out. Come on out of him in the name of Jesus. Your body is not designed for fornication. It's not designed for sexual sin. Your body belongs to Jesus Christ. It is his personal property. Do you have a prayer language yet? All right. Would you like one? Yes, please. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I give you my life. I give you my life. My love. My love. And my loyalty. And my loyalty. I ask you. I ask you. To cleanse my life. To cleanse my life. And to fill me. And to fill me. With the precious Holy Spirit of God. With the precious Holy Spirit of God. And release in me. And release in me. A prayer language from you. A prayer language from you. That I might worship you. That I might worship you. I understand. I understand. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is the baptizer with the Holy Spirit and Holy Fire. Is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit and of Holy Fire. Yes. I ask you to baptize me just as you did the other saints on the day of Pentecost. I ask you to baptize me just as you did with the other saints on the day of Pentecost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, I need you to shut your thoughts off, okay? We don't need them getting in the way, okay? So now take a deep breath. And re- and receive the Spirit of God. Oof. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Take a deep breath and just let whatever comes out of your mouth come out. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. You have to let it come out your mouth, dear. Right. Don't tense up and try to figure out how to do it. It doesn't work that way. When you relax, it'll come forth. You can't make it happen. It's the Spirit of God dwelling in you coming forth. Okay? That's what I okay. meant by shut off the brain, okay? You're trying to think yourself through it. It'll never happen that way. All right? 
So just relax. Right. Take a deep breath and just let out whatever comes out. Okay? Okay. Go right ahead. Um. No English. Just take a deep breath and exhale. Try there. Okay. This is what I want you to do. I want you to read the entire book of Acts twice. Twice. Okay. okay. I I read it twice already, so I'll, I guess I'll do it again. Good. And this time, when you read about people receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, release your faith. Okay. Okay? And I want you to write me and send me an email. And send it to G as in God, P as in Paul, room, gproom, at outlook.com. And remind me that you're the person that I prayed for tonight. Okay. All right? Father, All right. we baptize him and submerge him under the blood of Jesus. And, Father, we ask you to take his deliverance to completion in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Call us back again. God bless you too. You're well. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's see. What do we? Okay. Okay. All right. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. The left has perfected the art of attacking pro-lifers. And the FACE, or FACE Act, is their weapon of choice. Now the Biden DOJ, Department of Justice, has attacked this 75-year-old Christian woman, and the reason why will probably upset you. In a stunning turn of events, a 75-year-old pro-life activist, Paulette Harlow, has been found guilty of participating in a blockade of a Washington, D.C. abortion clinic back in 2020. While the Department of Justice cites violations of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, or the FACE Act, Conservatives are left wondering, is justice being served or suppressed? Harlow uh, hails from Kingston, Massachusetts, and faces a potential 11-year prison sentence, a three-year supervised release, and a hefty fine of up to $250,000. The charges stemming 20 sit-ins alleged violations of the FACE Act, a law intended to supposedly safeguard access to so-called reproductive health services. 
However, critics argue that this law, passed in 1993, has disproportionately targeted pro-life activists rather than fostering balanced protection. The FACE Act, designed to combat violent, threatening, damaging, and obstructive conduct, has become a legal battleground primarily against pro-life individuals. Notably, it's the same law under which pro-life father of seven, Mark Huck, was charged and later acquitted earlier this year. The DOJ's persistent use of this law against those opposing abortion raises questions about the impartiality of justice. While Harlow awaits her sentencing hearing on March 19th of 2024, the DOJ's pursuit of a lengthy prison term has sparked concerns, especially given her significant health issues. Her defense attorney, uh-oh, let me go back up. Her defense attorney, uh, there we are. In a minute, I can find it. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. Alan Orenberg expressed optimism that the judge might opt for home detention due to her health concerns. Orenberg highlights Harlow's need for regular medical attention and asserts that this would be better served under house arrest than within the confines of a prison. The charges against Harlow stem from a broader legal battle against pro-life activists involved in the 2020 clinic blockade. The DOJ claims that evidence presented during the trial revealed the use of social media, text messages, and telephone calls to organize the sit-in, suggesting a premeditated plan by the activists. The video of the protest live stream on Facebook captures the activists praying the rosary and singing hymns inside the clinic underscoring the deeply rooted convictions of those opposed to abortion. However, the DOJ contends that the protesters engaged in tactics tactics such as making a fake patient appointment, using chains and locks to barricade the facility, and resisting arrest to prolong the obstruction. One critical incident during the blockade resulted in the injury of a clinic nurse highlighting the potential risks and consequences of such protests. The DOJ claims that the activist's actions forced a patient to climb through a receptionist window for access to the clinic, while another in distress was denied entry. In a press release, the DOJ stated that Harlow intentionally injured, intimidated, and interfered with patient A, and clinic employees through force and physical obstruction. Patient A refers to an individual seeking reproductive health services on the day of the protest. The contentious nature of this battle is further exacerbated by the fact that the Washington Surgery Clinic, where the blockade occurred, is operated by Dr. Cesar Santanel Santangelo. Santangelo gained notoriety 
when secretly recorded in 2019, stating he would allow a child who survived an abortion attempt to die if born during the pre- Additionally, the progressive anti-abortion uprising alleged in April 2022 that it obtained 115 aborted babies from a medical waste driver leaving that clinic. This revelation has sparked calls for an investigation into potential violations of federal abortion laws. As Harlow's case adds another chapter to the ongoing battle over abortion rights, pro-lifers are left questioning whether the legal system is upholding justice or suppressing their deeply held convictions. Harlow stood her ground at a notoriously evil clinic, but she is being drastically punished for her convictions. The clash between pro-lifer activists and legal authorities underscores the broader cultural divide surrounding the sanctity of life and the right to protest against murder. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. As other states prepare to become battlegrounds for abortion laws, pro-lifers must stay vigilant. It seems the next battleground is Florida. In a startling development, Florida is facing a formidable challenge pro-life stance as abortion activists launch an initiative to insert a pro-abortion constitutional amendment into the state's bedrock document, titled Amendment to Limit Government Interference with Abortion. This proposed amendment is ringing alarm bells among pro-life advocates. With Bishop Frank J. DeWayne and the Florida Conference of Catholic bishops leading the charge against what they see as a grave threat. The proposed constitutional amendment seeks to eliminate existing pro-life protections by allowing abortions up until birth, even when the unborn baby can feel pain. It goes further by potentially nullifying laws requiring parental consent for minors seeking abortion, a 24-hour waiting period, and the recently enacted 15-week and 6-week abortion regulation. Bishop DeWayne and the FCCB are urging Floridians not to sign the petition supporting this ominous amendment. In a release statement, the FCCB expressed deep concern over the potential ramifications of the amendment emphasizing its broad health loophole paved the way for abortion on demand up to the moment of birth. The FCC contends that the proposed amendment would impede the Florida legislature's ability to protect women and children from the far-reaching consequences of unrestricted abortion. To combat this looming threat, the FCCB has filed a legal brief with the Florida Supreme Court challenging the validity of the petition initiative. They argue that the proposed amendment poses a severe risk 
to the sanctity of life and could set a dangerous precedent for future abortion-related legislation. In collaboration with the Diocese of Venice, a series of ads has been created to educate parishioners on the dangers of this proposed amendment. These ads, available both in English and Spanish, aim to disseminate critical information about the initiative. One key fact highlighted is the proposed amendment's potential legislation of abortion up until birth, including the deeply controversial partial birth abortion procedure. As the Florida bishops aptly put it, declining to sign the petition is not an obstruction of the democratic process, but a principled stand against what could be a disastrous state policy. The FCCB is closely monitoring developments in the initiative process and is gearing up to actively oppose it. They call on supporters to continue their prayers for the protection of the unborn and to spread awareness within their circles of influence. This pro-abortion initiative not only challenges Florida's pro-life legacy, but also raises questions about the balance between individual reproductive rights and the broader societal implications of unrestricted abortion access. As the battle lines are drawn, pro-lifers find themselves at the forefront of a struggle to protect the fundamental right to life in the Sunshine State. The outcome of this initiative will undoubtedly have far-reaching consequences for the unborn, for women, and for the state's commitment to the sanctity of human life. Amen? Amen. And we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications concerning such. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, saints, we need to pray for that young man that received deliverance. Amen. We need to pray for him. Amen. Brother Marshall, it's time to go before the throne of God. Praise the Lord. Father God, we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace. And we thank you, Lord, that you made it abundantly clear that you don't want us to murder because you are the source of all life. And we thank you, Father God. You, you've told us not only in Deuteronomy 5, but in Exodus 20, thou shalt not kill. There's some people that don't realize, or maybe they've chosen not to believe it, that babies are actually human beings, even before they're born. John the Baptist, before he was called John the Baptist, his father did finally get around to naming him when he was being circumcised. Interesting that Jewish people give the name to the child when the blood is flowing. The blood is kind of important. But anyway, um, Father God, we plead, plead that blood of Jesus over each of us and all the unborn children. But John the Baptist, when he was in the womb, leaped for joy inside Elizabeth, his mom, when Mary, Jesus' little Jewish uh, teenage mom, came walking in to see her aunt, Aunt Elizabeth, Father, who's a pretty mature lady at that time. But as the angel told Mary, with God, nothing shall be impossible. All things are possible with God over in, in Luke one thirty seven. even as we've heard tonight. 
from Pastor Sabrina. All things are possible with God because you can do exceedingly abundantly. So, Father, we, we first and foremost, we pray for those who despitefully use any of those who have been trying to stand up for your truth. Not what some people think is the truth, but what is your truth? Because we're all going to have to answer. We all get to go as believers before the before the throne of, of the Lord Jesus to receive rewards. Maybe we'll get a little bit of like, well, you could have done something else, Marshall. <laughs> something else I asked you to do. Oh, help me, Jesus. Help us all, Lord. But even even everyone is going to come before the, the great white throne of judgment if they have not accepted Jesus. And that's not a happy, happy thing for many people, Father God. And and he said, if whatever you do to the least of these, you've done unto me. So it would be better for somebody to have a millstone cast around his neck than he would offend one of these little ones. Well, that's even just suggesting that they, you know, they harm them in any way. Of course, there's many things going on in this world harming young children, Father God. But harming them before they're even physically born all the way, or harming them when they're in utero, even with word curses. And no, not every child seems to be a wanted child. And yes, there was that uh, little slogan from Planned Parenthood that seemed very enticing, but the enemy always uses euphemisms and nice little things to turn what they're doing that's actually demonic into what sounds good. And they're calling evil good. They've been doing that for a little while now. So we come boldly before your throne of grace because of the blood of covenant for the Lord's sake. Father, we ask you divine intervention, Father God. Your arm's not too short to save. And you said whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Satan, you and all your underlings around every spirit is going to kill, steal, and or destroy. Coming against all those, the children that are hopefully looking forward to being born and, and coming into this world. And some people are are brought into this world under rather unusual or not ideal circumstances, Father God. Even as there's a gentleman uh, who was, uh, his mom was raped or whatever, but he is a great pastor and he's a great uh, one for standing for what his understanding of the truth is based on your word. Is he perfect? <laughs> Holy God is good, but he's doing a great job, Father God, and he's getting stronger and stronger in spite of all the challenges, Father God, even as Pastor Spring was giving all these wonderful testimonies and stories of people that had overcome because they believed in the living God. So, Father God, we thank you for overcoming faith, the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that we can do all things by the Holy Ghost, all things through Christ who strengthens us. You say over and over and over in your word, not only in in First Chronicles 16:11, I think it's Psalm 105, around verse 4, seek the Lord in His strength; seek His face continually. Well, what is your strength? Is it just because we had a big Thanksgiving dinner? Does that give us strength? Uh, for a moment, there's a little bit of uh, nourishment, and that's good, and it's nice. Uh, you satisfy our mouth with good things, Lord, and especially when we pray over them, because you can sanctify them. But Father, what really gives us strength is Your Holy Spirit. They that do know their God shall be strong and do. Do whatever you want us to do. Do exploits, like you said in, in Daniel 11. So, Father God, help us to get to know you, Heavenly Father, the way Jesus wants us to know you. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to declare the name of the Father in the midst of the congregation. Even as you gave revelation to to that uh, to Peter. I think it was, was it Peter? No, I think it was Peter. Revelation. You gave him revelation, Father God. And you told us, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Well, we're supposed to love what? The abortionists and those that are standing against abortion 
and the babies and the parents that don't know any better. And my daughter, younger daughter, when she was told, oh, you didn't plan on this, you know, this child coming along just now, so you should just eliminate it, get rid of it, because it's inconvenient. So, Father God, we bind every spirit of idolatry and rebellion and evil words and evil speaking, every word curse, every demonic assignment through words. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. We bind every word curse spoken over those that are standing for the truth, including those standing against the abortion process, Father God, even as Pastor Sabrina just read about this lady who has been unjustly accused, Father God. And they do seem to come up with all these uh, nice little charges, and that does seem like the uh, Justice Department, the scales might be a little bit tipped. Somebody may have their hand on the scales. It may not have been even uh, just, but there is a just judge that's going to judge us all, going to judge everyone. So we come before your throne of grace, Father, in time of need. And we thank you for your divine justice for what's going on. Jesus says, where is that, Lord? It's in, um, it's in, the, in the book of John, chapter 12. He, he, he gives us a little clue about how he didn't come into, he said, I didn't come into here to condemn you. Where is that here? Oh, here it is. John twelve forty seven. Jesus, red letters, if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judge him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. Well, Father, we know we're going really close to the last day. You say that in, in Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 9, we're getting really close to the last day. Because Jesus says in John twelve forty nine, For I have not spoken to myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. Filling Deuteronomy eighteen fifteen and eighteen eighteen. Yes, he is the prophet that was foretold, and the Jewish people need to pay attention to that. And and I know that his commandment is Father God's commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So, Father, we thank you that Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. We bind every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy, coming against all your children that you've created for your purposes. In Jesus' name. And Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. From our position seat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Proverbs 18.10, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, the end of Psalm 91. Because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. Thank you, Father, for saying Jesus in your name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, but I will be with him in trouble. And I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. Father, yes, Jew and Gentile alike will see the salvation of God. Remove the veil, Father God, from the hearts of the Jewish people, Father God, including if Netanyahu really is Jewish, I don't really know. Uh, you know his heart. And even as Patrick Sabrina prayed for him earlier in the worship service, Father God, all those in authority that can be delivered, deliver those in authority, including those in the medical and judicial industry, including those like Merrick Garland who may not even be in the position to do that because they may not have actually taken a signed oath of office. They might be just presumptuously doing what they're doing. So, Father God, we ask you to bring everything to light. Expose what's going on, Father God, and remove those that need to be removed in Jesus' name. Because you said where the name of the Lord is, 
kind of put that apart. How does that go, Lord? It's in Psalm 75. I'm sorry, I don't have it memorized, but it's in there. Thank you, Holy Ghost, reminding me where it is. Help me, Jesus. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee, we do give thanks. Unto thee, do we give thanks, for that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. Verse 6 and 7 of Psalm 75. Lord, you say you hasten your word to perform it. We ask you to do so. I mean, we're, we'll be patient. Father Abraham had to wait 25 years. But, but Father, God, it'd be nice if you'd hasten your word to perform. You said your word went very swiftly. And Psalm 75, starting verse 6, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Well, Father God, if there's some in the judicial system that are not doing your bidding, if there's some in Congress, there's some in not just the federal government, but even the state governments, those in corporations, those that are not doing your bidding, those that heads of household that are not doing your bidding, the husbands are not loving their wives as Christ loved the church. Uh, how did Jesus love the church? Oh, he gave everything for the body of Christ. Jesus is Savior of the body. He just wants us to be willing to love everyone, including especially our spouses, the way he loves us. And it's almost impossible without your Holy Spirit, Father. So we ask you to pour forth of your spirit afresh, Father God, in Jesus' name, especially on those in authority, those that can repent, Father God, and draw them, draw them to Lord Jesus, because no man comes to Lord Jesus save you draw them. We do pray for those in authority in Jesus' name. Even as Pastor Sabrina, I believe, already read that, from First uh, Timothy chapter two, help me Jesus to get there quickly. First Timothy chapter two, a little bit before Hebrews, somewhere. Got to turn left here, getting warmer. <laughs> there we go. I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. Those that are really human beings made in your image, Lord, made with real the blood of of, of a created of the created human being with your breath, for kings and for all that in authority, all those in authority, whether they are justly or not justly, that may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, including those standing up for your truth about not murdering babies. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. You are God our Savior, Jesus, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. There is only one Savior, and Father God, you sent Jesus in your name. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. And we receive your testimony. Therefore, we are your house. Therefore, we hold fast the rejoicing of the hope, firm unto the end. And every attack coming against each one of us, our minds and our hearts and all the hearts and minds of all the believers, including the people standing against abortion, Father God, we ask you to strengthen them, Father God. Ask you to send your angels to watch over all those that are watching over your children, Father God, trying to stand up for the truth as best they know how, including those in the news media that are willing to get the truth out, those that are willing, the whistleblowers, they're willing to come forth about what's going, actually going on in the world. Those people are willing to stand up against all the social uh, engineering, the propaganda, and we bind every mind-controlled spirit. Satan, you're bound, or all your underlings are bound, named and not named, asmos, osmos, incubus, succubus, all the marine spirits are bound, every spirit of lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, rebellion, every spirit of love of this present world are bound in Jesus' name. Every spirit of gluttony, every spirit of love of this present world are bound in Jesus' name. Because your love is better than wine, Lord. Your love is better than whatever we think we need, Father God, in Jesus' name. Your love is perfect. 
and perfect love casts out all fear. If God be for us, who can be against us? He withheld not his own son, but freely, but gave him up for us all. Shall not also with him also freely give us all things. Father, you say you freely give us all things. We ask you to give us the heath of our inheritance. And Father God, all those that can repent, Father God, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Draw multitudes of the Lord Jesus, Father God. Wake up the body of Christ all over your earth and draw many into the body of Christ. You add to the church daily such you should be saved. And you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You've done it before. You'll do it again. We thank you for what you're doing right now in the Middle East. We thank you for what you're doing right now in China, what you're doing right now in Canada, in the United States, in Europe, and all the nations, Father God, in Africa, all the different nations in Africa, multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision, Father God. Well, well I, I, have to, I have to do this or else the government's going to take away my ability to buy food. Lord, you are our good shepherd, and we shall not want. You provide all of our need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You are the one who multiplies loaves and fishes. Say, so you can provide for the children, and we thank you for exposing the abortionists and those that have been done doing horrific things, Father God, including allowing, if a baby's actually born, who they're trying to abort, allowing it to just die to, when it's still breathing, when it, it decided, hey, I'm going to live. Father God, we ask you, Father God, because you love each one, and you send your angels to watch over them, Father God. The warring angels, whatever angels are necessary, Father God, guardian angels. You said, your angels always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. We thank you for the guardian angels watching over all of your children. You say you don't want one of these little ones to perish in Matthew eighteen fourteen. So, Father God, some of them are littler, and some of them are still not that teeny, but they're still little. Some of them are, even as pastors are being alluded to, somebody could be 50 years old, not quite matured yet. Father God, because they're spending their time playing computer games or doing other things, like mind control spirits, TV and other things. We ask you to deliver all the people from those spirits, the mind control spirits, the subliminal spirits, and all the spirits of, of the uh, ungodly demonic influences affecting their minds and their hearts, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for drawing multitudes, multitudes to the Lord Jesus. Satan, you're bound to all your underlings are bound from our positions in every place. We sever and cut off all assignments to steal, kill, and or destroy. In Jesus' name, Leviathan, you're bound. Heads and tails cut off and descaled. Every un- unclean spirit, every spirit bound to get all the witchcraft curse to return at least sevenfold on the heads of spirits that sent them. Do those spirits intend to do thus? In the name above all names, the name of the Lord Jesus, as is written, not only in Philippians uh, 2, verse 9, cut off a set of Romans, uh, where is that, Lord? 14, uh, 11, in Jesus' name, and Isaiah was uh, 45. Uh, 21 and following at your name every knee must bow including Satan's not to mention all the leaders of the nations the WF and all the WHO and all these every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father in Jesus name we speak blindness to us and muteness to us and may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertain to each and every one of us and all the saints globally in Jesus name and all the descendants of every believer not just Sabrina Sessions' grandmother's descendants, not just Donald Trump's great aunt's descendants, Peyton Christine Smith, Father God. All the descendants of every believer are the one true creator of God. Because you said, believe in the Lord Jesus and be so-so in your household. You'll be saved, healed, delivered, preserved, made whole, and your household. In Acts 16:31, And we thank you, Father God, for saving multitudes, including the young man who called in tonight. But not only him, but his whole extended family in due season, Father God. Rahab the harlot believed. 
and she asked that, that you would protect her and her whole household, Father God. And you brought them out of their house, and they were right on the walls of Jericho, which came tumbling down. And they got out alive, and not only that, they got out, came out with all their stuff. And she became part of the lineage of Jesus, from what I understand. I don't remember all the details, but that's what I remember reading in your book, Father God, because you... <laughs> Oh, 
holiday.